0: Welcome to the Knowledge Institute podcast, where we discuss the global startup ecosystem with experts, deconstruct their ideas, and share their insights. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh, head of the Infosys Knowledge Institute, and today we're here with Rajiv Nair, Vice President and Chief Technology Officer of Infosys Data and Analytics, also known as DNA. Rajiv, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for having me.
0: Rajiv, you've been vital to the strategy and the development of the data and analytics practice and unit within Infosys and its work with startups. Tell us more about your role in leading this vital practice.
1: So data and analytics practice at Infosys is almost a billion dollar practice right now. And as Infosys, we do, we do a lot more than that. But the, the focus has been to look at where this data space is going. And as we all know, the data space has been evolving quite rapidly and uh, changing dramatically and are moving towards AI and uh, cognitive and using that intelligence to drive business. I'd like to take a
0: particular angle on this, given this topic is about startups and the ecosystem. Can you describe why startup collaboration? And you're working with large companies. Why is it important to pull startups into the mix?
1: As we work with our customers, we work with them at different uh, stages. There are more mature sort of uh, areas that we operate in, which is uh, largely in the data engineering, an analytics space where uh, it's about scale of operations. There are others where we are involved with the innovations of the customer. So we bring ideas that we are able to see because we work across multiple customers and we are able to see the trends Uh, We bring some of these ideas to our customers and the customers want to then work with us, not just in terms of an implementation. In many cases, actually, this leads into their innovation cycles. Uh, We need uh, companies that are working at the cutting edge, that are bringing new ideas to the table, are trying to look at the world differently for us to be able to formulate our solutions. That's where a lot of this innovation ecosystem comes into the picture, whether it is from the universities, whether we work with much smaller groups of people, in fact, some of them forming startups, some of them established startups, and in other cases, uh, startups that are getting ready to scale. You mentioned a lot of startups.
0: How many do you work with now, and what's the value that they
1: provide? At any point in time, we about uh, I would say between 15 and 20 startups are what what we work with on a very active basis. They fall into three different categories. There, there's the first uh, category, which is uh, you know where uh, companies like uh, Snowflake fall into. That is about scaling the operations, being able to. We we have already figured out what we need to do with them. We are constantly working with them, and then uh, we we are scaling our operations out. There are others where we are actually Leveraging them to do uh, proof of concepts with customers or, uh, you know, uh, creating these minimum viable products with customers that are on the way towards becoming a complete solution for the customer. Then there's a third category where we are at the very edge, where we are exploring ideas. How do you evaluate a startup?
0: Because let's say you've got this idea or you have this need without going into the proprietary details what are the criteria you use to evaluate a startup
1: can we digitize it in such a way that it becomes much easier for us to be able to access those resources and use those resources the second is can we digitize this whole uh, ai-led approaches and then uh, going up to can we digitize entire business processes and business areas So largely, we look at startups that can help us in any of these areas that can actually bring the data, cognitive and AI capabilities together to make a difference in terms of delivering business value. So we work with startups in these areas. And the difference that we bring to the table is instead of, see, many times what happens is a startup is focused on solving specific problems. We are focused on solving the customer problems in a broader sense in how to make it work with their ecosystem. So we bring this perspective of being able to take this startup and fit them into an overall solution, which just becomes much more valuable for our customers. And that's really where we focus on. How do we draw up this life cycle? How do we draw up this landscape? And how does this startup make a difference in that landscape?
0: You know, as I look at startups, and I've worked with a number of them in different capacities, one of the challenges to do what you say that you're doing with, with your practice is to align the horizons. You, know, you might think about this long relationship over time. They're thinking about the next quarter, <laughs> the next round of funding, and can they get that, that marquee customer or not? Are they building out this, this thing for years? How do you align your and your clients' time horizon with the needs of a
1: startup? On one side, it is about putting things together along with the startup and taking them to our customers. So that uh, the startup sees value and they see that we are actually working with them in the context of a customer. And it is, they are motivated to actually work with us to participate in that effort. We uh, allow the startup to expand out and look at where they want to play. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, given the way we describe what something does, you may actually paint a much narrower picture of how they can participate as opposed to what they can actually do. Uh, we don't just give startups a way to get to our customer base, uh, which will actually uh, directly help them in their uh, quarter-to-quarter sort of view that they need to have. We allow them to participate, become part of our solution so that they become a natural part of our sales process so that the number of customers that they go to uh, actually significantly increases. And there is a possibility that uh, we can together define markets which are much larger for them. The third is, as this relationship grows, there is the investment side of this. Startups can look at working with Infosys, not just as working with a service provider, but working with a partner that is trying to help them succeed. Obviously, we want to succeed in the process as well.
0: For that startup founder out there, what are some specifics that they can think about to partner with an orchestrator like an Infosys or or a large uh, entity? What can they do?
1: Uh, startups should actually look at this more as a journey than as a transactional construct of, uh, you know, uh, what we can do over the quarter. That's where uh, success really lies because, I mean, some of these startups have uh, helped our thinking and we have helped their thinking in terms of what can be done. And, that, and startups bring this unique view on the world and unique uh, solution to the table. But that is not the whole story for a customer. It is just part of a story. So one is uh, working with us, looking at us, one as a partner, looking at us in terms of how we can help them look at positioning their business, look at uh, other places that we can take them to and how they can fit into this ecosystem makes them much more uh, scalable and uh, allows them to grow effectively within Infosys. The other thing is uh, when you look at it as a partnership, then we start helping each other. And one part of that is uh, where we, we see the value. We do invest in these startups to help them grow and uh, create a joint success criteria. So people need to think about it from that perspective. The other thing that where I'm trying to take this from a data analytics perspective is to create an on-ramp for startups.
0: How do you differentiate this offering or this, this service you've just described? from that Y Combinator traditional incubator of Silicon Valley.
1: Yeah, so think about what Y Combinator does. I mean, it it asks you to come up with ideas, it funds the ideas, and then puts you in front of of, a whole bunch of uh, their uh, clients, right? Uh, Providing you an ecosystem in that sense. Look at what we do. We actually solve customer problems. We know what the actual thing is. We can actually fit things into ecosystem. We are the people who can actually put the Lego uh, puzzle together. Right. And uh, what we have to understand is uh, you may be a very uh, capable and uh, absolutely fantastic startup, uh, but it is one part of the puzzle, maybe a large part of the puzzle, but one part of the puzzle. And then we actually are on a day to day basis, putting these puzzles together. Great. As we wrap up, what do you recommend for people to learn more? So think about it as uh, three key points. One is what is the industry talking about, which is through your VC funding and other things. The second is what is uh, the business direction that you're taking, and where are the some of the players that can help you with those uh, those directions. And third is what are the problems that you're facing today. You know things like the finances around cloud and other things that that there are startups that can help you with. So these are the three things that I would I would uh, uh, I would use for the industry. There are a number of things internally. It's it's more of keeping track of what you do. Uh, to try to make sure that uh, you're addressing your business needs,
0: and of course, they can always reach out to you or follow what you're doing at Infosys. How can people find you?
1: It's quite easy. I'm on LinkedIn, Rajiv Nair. I'm on Twitter as well, but there because of the number of people over there, it's Nair Rajiv. <laughs> so, and I know you can reach out to me at uh, on my uh, Infosys email, Rajiv underscore Nair.
0: Everyone, you can find details. For what Rajiv just mentioned uh, and everything else we discussed on our show notes and transcripts at emphasis.com slash IKI in our podcast section. Rajiv, thank you very much for your time and a very interesting, thought-provoking conversation.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for having me.
0: Everyone, you've been listening to The Knowledge Institute, where we talk with experts from the global startup ecosystem, deconstruct main ideas, and share their insights. Thanks to our producers, Catherine Burdett, Christine Calhoun, and Dylan Cosper. Until next time, keep learning, and keep sharing.